If you're listening to this episode on the day it drops, happy Freedom Friday. If you're listening to this episode on any other day of the week, this is our Freedom Friday episode, but it will be pertinent and provide impact to you no matter what day it is. Every Friday, we bring you a solo Freedom Friday episode with hopefully some wisdom that will help you dissolve the limiting beliefs, the programming, the crap, the tension, the stress, the anxiety, whatever it is that's keeping you, that's blocking you from your life of joy, fulfillment, and freedom. And of course, on Mondays, we bring you interviews. Now, most of those interviews are actually, these days, excerpts from live workshops in our Freedom Circle. The Freedom Circle is our virtual community of men working to live their lives of joy, fulfillment, and freedom. We have masterminds. We have three or four live workshops each and every month. They deal with health, business, branding, prosperity, freedom of thought, you name it. We help you build freedom holistically. Actually, let me correct myself. We don't help you build it. We help you uncover the freedom that is your birthright. We're going to talk about that more in today's episode. Before we get there, though, as I always do, I got some free stuff for you. Take out your smartphone right now. Text the word free man, F-R-E-E-M-A-N. Text that word free man to 55678. What you're going to do is you're going to then get a, actually, you're going to do nothing. After you text it, you're going to get a link in return from me. And at that link, you click on it. There's a number of things at that link, including our free Freedom Lifestyle audio course in which I lead you through the five pillars of the Freedom Lifestyle, five pillars designed to help you live your life of joy, fulfillment, and freedom. There's some other stuff there as well. You can subscribe to this podcast and you can also subscribe to my free Freedom Friday email. You can have freedom in your inbox, in your ears. If you follow me on social media, there as well. So free goodies for you. All you got to do is text free man to 55678. So let's jump into today's episode. And we start by taking you back about five years ago wasn't a great day. And as I lay there in bed, I was staring at the ceiling and it felt like just another work day. The problem was it wasn't a work day. It was the Tuesday of Thanksgiving week and it was supposed to be my day off. Hell, it was supposed to be my week off. I'd informed all my clients, but that didn't stop them from calling, requesting memos and emails, reports, asking me to hop on conference calls. I'm not blaming them. It was my responsibility on the, based on the way I had built my company. By the way, that company was earning me more than a million dollars a year. It was very successful financially. But as I lay there, I didn't feel too successful. There was also the issue about the client planning, the god-awful client planning meeting I was supposed to attend the following week. In that same meeting the year before, we had been scolded like little children for being, quote, low energy by a top executive. It was an 8.30 a.m. meeting on a Monday in frigid Washington, D.C. I remember it was about 12 degrees on a Monday morning. I had to give up my Sunday with my family to fly in only to get there and be scolded for being low energy. And while I sat there being scolded with the rest of my client team, I vowed never again to attend this meeting. But fast forward almost a year, 
The time passed and I settled back into my comfort zone. I was afraid to rock the boat and threaten the healthy retainer I was getting from this client. So here we were again. I had vowed the year before never to attend this god-awful meeting and I was about to attend it again. But something broke in me that Tuesday morning of Thanksgiving week, and I decided then and there to shut down my seven-figure PR and ad agency at peak revenue. I had scaled it over 13 years, and I was done. So I got up out of bed, and I went to tell my wife, Julie, to give her to break the news, and I had butterflies dancing in my stomach. I was sweaty. What was she going to say? Would she be upset? After all, we had four kids, a mortgage, two cars, bills, and retirement funds. I decided to make it quick, short, simple, and sweet. Julie, I said, I just can't take it anymore. I'm done. Now, of course, I thought I had been hiding it all for years, but she just looked into my eyes, no anger, no panic. She touched my arm and said, it's about time. You see, she knew I wasn't hiding it. She knew I had been miserable for years. I'd actually had anxiety attacks and then thought I was hiding it all. I had been in denial for so long. And on that morning, we hugged. It was it. 13 years of building a financially successful agency. And now it was over. Had I made a bunch of money? Yes, absolutely. Had I built two profitable businesses? Yep. But it wasn't worth the corresponding pain. I had built a prison instead of a business. Now, you might be wondering, and people have asked me this, why didn't you just sell your business? That's a great question. The simple answer, I was done. I didn't care anymore. I had been in denial for years. If a few years earlier I had said, yeah, let me get this thing ready to sell, I would have done that. But I just didn't build it that way. I had been in denial for too long and now I was just done. I didn't care about the money. I was ready to move on. I wanted to be the husband and father I was destined to be instead of distant, grumpy, angry, and by the way, fat, drunk, and stupid. Drunk on a cocktail of prescription drugs to ease the anxiety and the fact that I was just damn unhealthy. When you know, you know. And I talked to people who have hit that wall and they know. Now it was time to turn what was a coaching side hustle into a full-time gig. Sink or swim, no life preserver. Was it scary? Yeah. But it was also exhilarating. Actually, the most exhilarating thing I've ever done the thought of helping others avoid the mistakes I had made while building my business. Now, fast forward to today. It's five years later. I've coached, spoken to, reached through my book, social media content, this podcast, tens of thousands of people across the globe. I've been paid to travel to countries like Egypt to speak. All of it done with the mission of helping people dissolve the limiting beliefs, tension, stress, and programming that keeps them from living their lives of joy, fulfillment, and freedom. Now, let's talk about freedom. You go on social media and you often can see people post something like, well, if you just earn enough money, you can buy your freedom. A lot of the prosperity gurus on social media say similar things. Guess what? That actually sounds like servitude to me. If I just earn enough money, I can buy my way to freedom? Something else that's popular to post on social media is something like, money isn't the goal. Freedom is the goal. Well, guess what? That's half right. Money shouldn't be a goal if you want a fulfilling life. And by the way, money isn't bad. Money is a tool. You can use it as a tool for good or as a tool for not so good. But here's the other deal. Freedom isn't a goal. 
Freedom is not a goal. Freedom is your natural state. Freedom is your birthright. You were born into the state of freedom. It's not something you get. By the way, it's not something anyone else can take. I know a lot of people like to think of freedom in the political realm. Guess what? Biden or Trump, they can't take your freedom unless you give it to them, unless you allow them to live rent-free in your head. And I know some of you out there, or some of you have family members who do this, all they think about is Trump or Biden, how much they hate or love them. They're giving away their freedom. And by the way, you don't earn money so you can go out and get your freedom. It's the other way around. Cultivate your freedom so that you can generate more money doing what you love. Yes, cultivate your freedom because it's already within you. It's already there, but it's been buried under years of programming and limiting beliefs and stress and clutter. When you get back to your free state, you can attract whatever the hell you want in your health, in your relationships, in your prosperity, all of it. These things are already in flow. We just need to tear down the dams we've built that block that flow. If you want to keep grinding away in the hopes that someday you'll have enough money to buy your freedom, don't be surprised if you never have enough money or feel like you're actually truly free. Now, someone listened to this podcast episode and agree with it. Of those of you who agree, some of you will decide to finally make a change in your life. Some of you might even contact me so that I can help you make a change. Some of you will think, yes, I can do this myself. And in fact, and in fact, by the way, sorry, my phone started ringing there. Some of you will think you can do it yourself and some of you will actually get it done. Then there's those of you who say you're ready to do it yourselves, but in a year or two from now, you won't be any further toward the life you want to live. And the frustrating part of that is that many of you will have taken action, sometimes significant action, and yet still be stuck in quicksand. And this may prove, in quotes, prove to you that a life of freedom is simply not in the cards for you. You tried and failed. You took the action and hit the wall. So now you're resigned to frustration and a comfort zone of misery, except action wasn't the problem. For those of you who regularly listen to this podcast, you know this simple flow. Beliefs fuel your thoughts, which fuel your actions, which fuel your results. Time and again, I received messages from people who took the actions and didn't get the results. But what thoughts are fueling those actions and what beliefs are fueling your thoughts? The beliefs are the foundation and simply focusing on the actions, it's like painting the shutters on your home to fix the cracked foundation. Fixing that foundation ain't sexy, and it's certainly easier to focus on actions. Working on your beliefs doesn't feel like you're dripping sweat on the way to your big audacious goal. Then that type of struggle can be addictive. It can also be an excuse when you don't get the results you want. So what are you to do? Simple. Identify, clear, and clean the limiting beliefs that are self-sabotaging your thoughts, actions, and results. To do this, you need to build a relationship, yes, an actual relationship between your conscious mind and your subconscious mind. Your subconscious is where your limiting beliefs are stored. Some of them have been there since you were an infant. And the ways in which these beliefs negatively impact your thoughts and actions are numerous. Your subconscious can tell you how, where, and why. These limiting beliefs are there. Once you know, you can work with your subconscious to clear and clean the beliefs. This allows you to empty out the energetic fuel for the sabotaging thoughts and actions. It allows you to turn off the electricity that's powering your excuses. Then it becomes a strategic planning game 
define your outcomes and utilize your innate behaviors to make those outcomes happen. Now, this is exactly, this process is exactly what I help my clients do. If you're interested in learning more, text me 928-275-1511, 928-275-1511. We can schedule a call. Just remember, freedom isn't something you go out and get. It's already within you. It's simply buried under layers of conditioning and crap that's built up over the years. The key isn't adding more stuff. It's subtracting much of the stuff that's already there. And the most damaging stuff is your limiting beliefs. My name is Kurt Mercadante. This is the Freedom Media Network. Thank you so much for listening. 